This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, March 17. Greg and Stephanie. Steph, how is life? Yeah, it's good. Good weather outside. It's good weather. It's going to be good weather all week, I think. The weekend is looking good. I have a grandbaby still cooking. Yes. Waiting for that to happen. Any so, day? Any day. Anxiously so, lot, awaiting? A lot of anticipation. And yeah. I love anticipation. Yeah. I love looking forward to things. So. Well, we are actually recording on March 15th, right? Tuesday the 15th, and that is a very famous day in history. Are you going to tell me about it now? Or I'm going to tell you about it now. I okay, usually do, do the history page at the end, but there's three things I want to talk okay. about that um, are known for this time. And March 15 is known as the Ides of March, historically. I've heard that, but I don't know what it means. It goes all the way back to before Jesus was born, to 44 B.C. Have you heard the name Julius Caesar? Yes, I've heard that name. That is the day he was assassinated, actually. Yeah, Um, there was a conspiracy uh, within the government and uh, this is the, the days of the Roman Republic, and 60 led by Brutus and Cassius rise up, and they assassinate Julius Caesar on that day. Hmm. And um, you know, to me, I never really paid attention to much of the history involving Rome. I mm-hmm. never really had followed that. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people are really into that, mm-hmm. but there was a miniseries that came out. I'm not even going to name the miniseries because there's so much about it that I just can't endorse. Oh, really? just, yeah, it's just graphic, and no. there's just a lot of, <laughs> of negative behind it. But I learned so much watching it, mm. became really fascinated about it. But one of the things that happened following the assassination of Julius Caesar is you had these wars and you had these battles that took place, and a guy by the name of Octavian, who was the adopted son of Julius Caesar, he, he ends up rising up and becoming the first Roman emperor. Okay. Have you heard of Octavian? <laughs> I have. I have a funny story. Yeah? Well, <laughs> Years ago, I was in a church play. Okay. And um, this was like the second or the third um, time that we did the play. And I was in the bathroom. Okay. And um, I realized I was supposed to be on the stage. Oh, no. And there was an actor who was Octavian. And I came out onto the stage and just said, Octavian, because I had no idea where oh, we were in the middle goodness. of the Octavian, Octavian, and the show went on. But wow. I was in the bathroom messing like, how around. Old were you when this? Oh, I was an adult. Okay, with children. Okay, I should have been paying more attention. Was that a second church thing? No, no. okay, that, that different was church in Ohio. Mennonite days? No, nope. oh, okay, after the Mennonite deal. days, okay. Baptist days. Baptist days. The Baptist okay. church in Medina, Ohio. But how anyway, about that a Baptist church that did a play on Octavian. I like that. Oh yeah, that, it's that Baptist church does big plays all the time. Okay, so. anyhow. Okay. How did we get off on that? I don't know, but we were anyway, talking about Roman I'm history. asking if you knew who Octavian I just know Octavian became. from, from so the play. How, how would our listeners know <laughs> the name Octavian? I don't know. Um, he became known as Caesar Augustus, the first emperor. And, okay. of course, Caesar Augustus is mentioned right. in the Gospel in the of Bible. Luke. Right. Huh. Yeah, and that's so Jesus' So what does the Ides mean? What does Ides mean, that word? I, I can't answer Ides. that. I probably should know that. But I know March 15, the Ides of March, it's synonymous with the assassination okay. of Julius Caesar. Oh, so um, there's another thing that happened on March 15 that I have actually preached about, but I never realized that it dated back to... Um, to March 15, but in the year 1517. Now, you remember back in these days, it's just the church. It's the Catholic Church in the West. Mm -hmm. And the Pope during that time, Leo X, decided that um, they needed some serious fundraising to happen. And so he endorsed the selling of 
indulgences. Hmm, okay. You know what an indulgence is? I'm not really sure. An indulgence would be uh, you want to make sure that your spouse is going to go to heaven. So you, you give a gift, and that would ensure that oh. your spouse or your child or your okay. parent or whoever okay. it may be. Could you do it for yourself? Um, it had to be yes, for someone else. Yes, you could do it for yourself, okay. whatever it may be. But it was the idea of purchasing favor with hmm. God. So that's and, how they did fundraising? Well, Is that what you I, 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 I don't <laughs> use that term fundraising, but um, a, a Dominican huh. friar by the name of Johann Tetzel uh, basically began to go out into uh, the, the world during this time and basically say, you know, purchase indulgences. They wanted to rebuild St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. Do they still do that? Um, I don't think they still do that. No, 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 no. If, any, if yeah. any of our Catholic listeners are listening, I'd like to know. I'd love is to that hear that they how they do? view this part of history. Yeah. But one of the things that happened as a result of that is a young monk, a young friar said, this is not right. And I would say, mm -hmm. this is not right. right. And he rose up eight and a half months later and said, this must stop. I bet I know who it was. Who was it? Martin Luther. Martin Luther. 95 hmm. theses. That's exactly right. And um, yeah, so it's just fascinating to me that those two events kind of happened on that same day. Mm -hmm. And then there's a third event that's happening this week. It's actually happening the day that this program is airing, March 17. Yeah, What's that? Is it someone having a birthday? St. Patrick's Day. Oh, St. Patrick's, Day. Patrick's Day. So when you think of St. Patrick's Day, what do you think of? I don't really, I don't really think much of it. You I don't, don't okay. celebrate it. Well, so. I think a lot of people listening would say St. Patrick's Day is synonymous with like a party. Yeah, beer. Um, green beer yeah. in Chicago. They dye the river right. green. Right. Now I don't know why they can't dye the river blue. The other 364 days a year. <laughs> it's I don't brown, know if you've seen. Isn't it? <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. But um, you know, wh when I uh, think of St. Patrick's Day, culture. Culturally, I don't think of really anything connected to the faith. But the story of Patrick is a fascinating story. And uh, I'm going to tell you all about it. And I actually printed it off, <laughs> and I left those notes elsewhere. So we'll see how good my memory is. But uh, Patrick, was um, he, he was born in England as a 16-year-old, was not really a follower of Jesus whatsoever. His father had continually driven home to him, Patrick, trust in God, believe in Jesus. Mm. Trust in God, believe in Jesus. And Patrick said, I don't think so. And legend says that he was actually kidnapped by pirates mm. in England <laughs> and taken to Ireland to live the life of a slave. And while living in slavery in Ireland, decided that his father was right mm. and decided that his uh, life choices had not brought what he thought they were mm -hmm. going to bring, became mm -hmm. a follower of Jesus, eventually escaped from slavery, went back to England to resume his life, but felt the call of God to go to Ireland, to go and to tell the story like of to Jesus. To go back to Ireland? To go back As to Ireland, okay. yeah. Right. And when he arrived in Ireland, uh, it was a pagan country. Mm -hmm. And in his lifetime, 300 churches were planted in Ireland through the work of Patrick. And, and um, D. James Kennedy, do you know that name? Famous preacher, mm -hmm. TV preacher. But he basically said that, you know, when Patrick arrived in Ireland, he found it completely pagan. Mm -hmm. But when he left, it was markedly Christian. Wow. And he said he is a saint in the only way that really matters, and that is sanctified by Jesus Christ to make a difference in his wow. name. And I just, I love that because I think there's a lot of people that are going to celebrate St. Patrick's Day mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. in a variety of ways. And I would just encourage them to brush up on the history hmm. of the person that the day speaks for. Very so, interesting story. You know why it's St. Patrick's Day on March 17th? 
that's the day he died. Okay. March 17 would be oh. the day that he died. How, do you know how old he was? I don't. I, I do not know that. And I, again, there's probably a lot more that I could tell you about that. Mm-hmm. But I just, I really, truly find that fascinating. Mm-hmm. Now, you said you wanted to bring something up to me this week. Do you remember what it was? You said we needed to dedicate an entire segment to my Illinois Fighting Illini losing a basketball <laughs> game on Friday. You All know, right. Every Go time I talk about the Cubs or the Illini <laughs> on direct line, something bad happens. Well, maybe you should stop. I know. Maybe you should just be silent uh, maybe. and see what happens. Maybe, but they showed up at the Big Ten tournament. And you were there. I was there. Okay. At a great kind of... In Indy, right? Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah beautiful okay. facility. I can't remember what it's called now. It used to be Conseco Fieldhouse, but it's where the Indiana yeah. Pacers, the NBA yeah. team, play their games. And it was a great game. Uh, Illinois missed a bunch of layups. They missed Aww. a bunch of dunks. They missed a bunch of free throws. And they lost by a couple points to the Indiana Hoosiers. And anyway, I'm, I'm, in, I'm a Hoosier. so Oh, you are? Yeah. So, of course, I, didn't I, know that. I had to text okay. you right well, away. I just and, found it yeah. funny that you made such a big deal on radio <laughs> last week that you couldn't care less. And the first person I hear from <laughs> is Stephanie. Spain. She filled out a bracket. There you go. Wow. You've got the, the Dookie Pukies winning? <laughs> wow. Well, Beans probably I just thought you would be, I shouldn't have said that. Probably, I thought you would be yeah. pleased to know that I actually took the time to do really this. I am really impressed. So the, the, I know that's on the list to talk about. It is. So give me your final four. Oh, I have no idea. Who, well, I just, I just guessed. Well, My final guess? four, I put Duke, North Carolina, Illinois, and Iowa State. Okay, I'd I take that no today. Idea. Ring it up. Who's in your championship game? Duke? And Duke and Iowa. And Iowa State or Iowa? Iowa State. Okay. I, I don't was, know why. I don't okay, know the difference. Okay. Okay. But I don't understand this thing here at the bottom. Yeah. Let's why, check what are this these, out here. What are those teams? Well, those are the first four games. Well, why those, don't they get put up there with the rest well, of them? Well, they're just going to give you, like, whoever wins that game just automatically makes it up there. So you don't have to pick those. I, well, I, I don't I, know I, why. That was confusing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I yeah. don't know. I, and I did it all in pencil. So, you've so got I, can, Duke, I can go through and change it. Duke versus <laughs> Iowa State. And just so you know, Iowa, they're the Hawkeyes. Okay. Iowa State are the Cyclones. Okay. okay, I think I'm. I think I and meant the Iowa, the Iowa Hawkeyes, Hawkeyes are a lot better than, than the Iowa State Cyclones okay. this year. So I can change. It may that. be Iowa though that you have and you don't realize it, it or not. It is. It is oh. Iowa, isn't it? No, there's uh, there's Iowa here and there's Iowa State. Okay, down there. well I have no clue. You don't know. I just wanted to be well, fancy. You picked Illinois. Aren't you glad? Do you even? Aren't you glad that I even figured out how to print this? I off? haven't even looked at a bracket yet. Okay, well, then but I'm, I did pick I a final four. My final four is Gonzaga, Purdue, Tennessee, and Kansas. Okay. I've got Gonzaga and Tennessee in the title game. Uh-huh. Gonzaga winning it all. You think? Okay. They're the best team. Hey, did um did Indiana and Illinois shake hands after they the did. game? Because that's what we've been talking they didn't about. Just a lot. shake hands. Did Some they of hug? the players hugged. Nice. Oh yeah. There wasn't any the fighting. Illinois coach had Nobody great threw any punches. War. No punches. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I thought I might have an update, but <laughs> everything that I saw at the Big Ten tournament was two thumbs up. Good. So But um, you came home and kinda of pouted, I hear, after I don't think I, I think pouted. I went out to dinner with your wife that night, and uh, she's yeah, she was like, surprised that I was home. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't pout. I came to church and work. Oh, okay. I, I had thought, about two hours of homework pout. for I my Colson Fellows. That yeah. you're pouting. Well, I will tell you, um, she she enjoyed the the time with you. You guys went to the Nuggets. We went to the Nugget. I've never been to the Nugget. <laughs> good. Was it good? I know, yeah, it was she good. said good stuff. Yeah, so we had fun. Yeah, I well, like your wife. 
I like my wife too. <laughs> I know. And by you. the way, Sunday hey, was, was her birthday. birthday. And did you right. take her out? That was the big you question. Know, here's You're the busy. thing, and this is going to sound like whiny, complaining, Greg. And I'm not trying to be okay. whiny. I'm not trying Crotchety to complain. Old man. Yeah, I don't want to be that. But Sunday was the day I left my house a little bit before 6 a.m. Uh-huh, I didn't get home until after 6:30 mm-hmm. p.m. And days. we spent about 45 minutes um, eating a sub together. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it was just we had a funeral, mm-hmm. we had a lot happening, mm-hmm. mission team meeting, all good stuff. Right. But it was not the ideal birthday for her. Mm-hmm. And she ended up spending about five days doing schoolwork. Mm-hmm. Grades were due at right. Right. Georgetown Ridge Did Farm High School. Did you take her out, though? So I took her out Monday night. Okay. And uh, have you ever heard of Jerry's? No. Jerry's in Clinton, Indiana. No. So Kenna Osborne, suggested who's going to be it. with us in just a okay. moment, okay. suggested it, said that she loves that place, and we absolutely oh. enjoyed it. Kind of a quaint Italian restaurant. Italian? Clinton, uh, did I say Clinton, Iowa? Clinton, Indiana. Clinton, Indiana. You said so, Indiana. Did I? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, loved it. Good oh, time. Good. So, yeah, we did the hmm. Monday night birthday celebration well, instead of the Sunday that night That just kind of makes it go a little yeah. longer. I mean, I, I paid for her dinner on Friday night. It did was like birthday really? dinner. So oh. it kind of lasted. And she had a friend at your house on Saturday. Yeah, and, yeah right? she did. Her yeah. friend Beth came over. That's right. So. And then Sunday, uh, we had somebody um, from our church uh buy our lunch oh, for nice. us as we were eating a sub. Yeah. She said, we want to bless you. So <laughs> there you good. go. Good. I wonder where I should go hang out tomorrow. What do you think? I don't know. Well, yeah, no. I don't know. No good stuff. But I um, think, but our listeners need to remember that for pastors, Sundays are long are, days you know, sometimes. And a pastor's wife often is maybe sitting home yeah. waiting for him to come home. So. Well, she's given up a lot. Yeah. You know, and a lot of pastor's wives sure. and, and spouses ha- yeah. have done that. And I, I felt bad that that was the day, but we ended up having a great time Monday night, Good. and that's just kind of the way that it rolls. Good. You know? Awesome. Hey, last thing, and we'll go to break. Okay. Barna has a new study out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this or not. I read it. It came out and said that regular church attendees mm-hmm. are twice as likely, actually more than twice as likely, mm-hmm. to have flourishing relationships compared to non-church attendees. Mm-hmm. First of all, does that surprise you? No. Okay. Does Why does that not you? surprise you? Well, because I think that, I mean, the Bible is full of advice and wisdom about doing life together and yeah. that we're meant, we're created to do life together Absolutely. and we're created to be in a relationship. So it doesn't surprise me at, okay. at all. Did it surprise okay. you? Uh, it Twice as likely, yes. I, I would say it did surprise me. Well, I, I have people in my world that are not church attendees. Right? They're not people of faith. And I would describe them as people that have good relationships Mm -hmm. seemingly, Mm -hmm. but it makes you wonder, are there a lot of people that are maybe hiding? Are there a lot of people Mm -hmm. that aren't, Mm -hmm. you know, that I don't even know about, I guess is Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I think it is always a positive. I I told our Oasis Bible study this week that I think one of the positives of getting together, we had like 43 today, getting together on Tuesday morning Mm -hmm. to study together Mm -hmm. is not just the the knowledge of the Bible study, but the fellowship and the encounters. And, you know, you're sharing this prayer request and he's sharing this story and it, it really is relational. But I just, I thought it was another reminder the importance of mm-hmm. connecting in faith. Well, this study even talked about, despite like during the pandemic, despite the distance or the disruptions that we experienced, um, committed Christians still felt they right. reported that they still felt great contentment and high satisfaction in their relationships. And yeah. I'm assuming that's not just church relationships, but that would be it's like, a part of it. Yeah. All of them. I thought yeah. that was interesting. Yep. I yeah. just thought it was great, and it was another reminder if you're trying to find that reason mm-hmm. why you should get back to church. Absolutely. Maybe this is it. Yeah. And if you've never 
attended church for whatever reason. There's a lot of great churches sure. in Danville and Vermilion County. And the more people I get to know that serve in ministry, the more I'm convinced this is an especially blessed community when mm -hmm. it comes to churches mm -hmm. and the options mm -hmm. that are out there. So, so take advantage of it. Find one and go on Sunday. That's right. right. Well, hey, let's go to break. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to visit with two of our team members right. here at Second Church, Kenna Osborne and Elizabeth List from our children's ministry department. You're listening to Direct Line, Greg and Steph. It is Thursday, March 17. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Wear that green and never forget the story of Patrick and who he really was. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. 
Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and um, we're just so excited that you're with us today. You stuck to the first segment. Yes. And you're back with us for the second. We're back. We're back. And better than ever. Yeah. Because we've got two special guests (laughs) with us. That's right. You want to introduce them? You can. Okay. (laughs) Kenna Osborne. And hey. you're a veteran to direct line, right? I am. I, this has been my this is my second. Is this only your second? This is I only you my got second. No, two times. Wow. No, no. And you're also one of the longest running staff members here, right? I I'm mean, the second longest. You're the second right, longest right, right. at this point. I've been on staff here at Second for 24 years. Wow. 24 years. And, and you've been at Second how long? Yeah. 28 years. 28 years. Yes. That's great. And so, uh, cool story. One of my longtime ministry friends. Is a guy named Ernie Harvey, right? And he interviewed, right? And accepted, yes. And then reneged, Uh-oh. yes. Thank Uh-oh. you, thank you, Ernie. And then <laughs> Kenna was but, hired. But I was on the search committee. Right? No, I know. So you searched for Ernie, yes. And yes. he accepted. We took him out to dinner. Yeah, he accepted. Was so excited. Yeah. But then when he decided to stay, right, at the church he was at, right. then he called me and he said, "I think it's you." Yeah. So thanks, Ernie. So where's Ernie now? He's, he, Ernie's back in Clinton, yes. but he's in hospice ministry. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. I have a lot of friends in hospice ministry. There's a lot of people in hospice ministry because it's a very important ministry. Yes. Well, We're not here to talk about that's hospice right. ministry. Right. We are here to talk about children's ministry. <laughs> and Kenna is the second longest serving right. staff member. And we've got the newest staff member at mm-hmm. Second Church, Elizabeth List. Hey, Elizabeth. And I love the shirt that you're wearing here. It says, I run on Jesus, coffee, and goldfish. Hashtag children's ministry. I think it's an extra large, but it, I make it work. Well, but you know what I would say? I've got two of the three. I got Jesus and I got coffee. You can keep the goldfish. You know that what she's ta- she's not talking about literal fish. No, like the, the, the goldfish crackers. crackers. Well, I right. just want to make sure you knew that. But you know, know. since yeah. since COVID, we normally don't have those refreshments in our classes oh, anymore. Is that like so, the standard preschool snack? The goldfish. It is goldfish. <laughs> Or animal crackers or Cheerios in the nursery, but yeah. See, give me Cheerios and give me animal crackers, but but keep your goldfish. I agree. I don't like the the cheddar on my fingers. That's right. Uh, But since COVID, we don't give snacks anymore? We have not been giving snacks. Are we ever going to go back to giving snacks? I think so. I hope so. I think so. I think got to do snacks, right? Well, isn't that like part of the, when you're occupying yes. toddlers for an hour. Yes. Know? I mean, we keep, them, give them, we some keep them busy though. Okay. All right, we'll keep talk them about busy. that. Okay. So we are recording on Tuesday and I snuck back today as the tiny tots were gathered. So mm-hmm. talk a little bit about tiny cuts, Miss Kenna. I can't talk. Tiny <laughs> tots, Miss Kenna. Here we go. Tiny tots on Tuesdays. Um, great program. It's We used to meet every Tuesday morning during the school year, but mm-hmm. this year we've done something a little bit different just once a month. So this morning we had a house full of preschoolers, three through five-year-olds, and a bunch of amazing volunteers. But during a two-hour period, we just learn a lot about Jesus and how much he loves the little ones. What did you learn today? Today was about God's promise, the rainbow. Yes. Because, you know, the rainbow, unfortunately, that's not what a lot of people think anymore. So we want the kids to know at three years old Mm -hmm. what the promise, what, you know, the rainbow really is. Well, I know two kids that really connected with. I was walking out on my way to lunch, and I ran into Donna Daniil. 
and her yes. grandkids. And she said, what did you learn? And they pulled out the rainbow <laughs> and told me all about the rainbow. Good. Well, and then in a craft time, Miss Elizabeth made sure they put the rainbow in the correct color order. Do you oh, know I didn't that... know there was a correct color oh. order. What is the... What is the... Roy, is the, is Roy G. Biv. Roy G. Biv. Right? That's right. So what's that stand for? I, I don't know this somehow. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. And how do we know that's the order? Is that in Genesis? Or no, it's just that's life, the spectrum, the rainbow oh. spectrum. Like if you look at it, that's Light what it spectrum, is. Yeah. I never noticed that. Wow. <laughs> How'd you know that? Well I, well, I couldn't remember off the top of my head, but I learned that in school. You didn't? You did? That was part of science class. Where was class. I? I don't know. Not in science class. <laughs> I guess not. I don't know. But Elizabeth, yeah. you are really crafty. I We've gone down and I've seen a couple of your bulletin boards. You're yeah. really into, I like the one you just did with the, the scientific, science. what yeah. is it? The, a periodic table of elements. Yeah, that that's thing. the border. Yeah. How long did that take? <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of working on it as I was doing office work. Yeah. And then I just went out down there and I put up the border. I did about 104 of the 111 elements. So... So we were in staff meeting yesterday on, on Monday, and I found myself not paying attention to Dale as he was talking, <laughs> and, and I couldn't stop looking at the bulletin board. So um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but well done on the bulletin board. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's that. our secret. We won't tell Dale. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're talking about it on the radio or anything, no, right? No, no. He's probably not listening that's to right. us. That's, that that is know. probably true, actually. So. Well, Elizabeth, what are some of your passions in life? You're you're young. I mean, you're fresh out of college, right? Dak. Right, right. And so what are some of your passions? Um, I would say definitely horses. It's always been a big passion of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, I've worked with horses since I was 10. And okay. so still kind of want to go into the equine field, but I definitely have a passion for children's ministry mm -hmm. the most. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. And at DAC, you studied early childhood? Is that early right? Ch early childhood and science. Okay. Hmm. That seems like an interesting yeah. combination. Yeah. Talk about that combination. I mean, I always loved working with children, so I worked at the DAC Child Development Center for three years okay. and awesome. enjoyed that thoroughly. But I also took almost every science course possible there. So okay. Mm. That's just, the periodic table. Okay. Chemistry, the combination. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Have good. you done children's ministry in other churches? Oh, yeah. I, I did children's ministry in First Assembly, but I was a kid. So yeah, yeah. I, I was doing children's ministry as a child. So yeah. But I've always enjoyed working with kids. So, And you grew up a PK, so I'm assuming right. that's do whatever it takes. Is that right? That's how my kids were. <laughs> but, right. Okay. Do, do the listeners know what a PK is? Preacher's know. kid. There you go. Right. Preacher's kid. I mean, it is do whatever it takes, but it's also that you know why you're doing it. You're not yeah. just doing it to get the job done. You're doing it mm -hmm. to serve the Lord. And so right. I, that mindset's always important to, you know, just to step back and be like, hey, this is why we're doing it. So you're, you've been on the ministry staff here how long? Six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks? I was Has trying it to. Been that long? I don't think it's been eight weeks. Has I it think not been it's eight been weeks? About six. Six? Six. Yeah. six. Yeah. Okay, so six weeks in. Um, what have you noticed? What What have you liked? What's maybe surprised you? Um, um, talk to me. I don't. I I do really appreciate how even though this is like a really big church that it's still a very close church and you can really form a lot of relationships and i think that's really important in like a big church like this just okay. to have that connection how are you doing with names still getting there yeah. i i got i got staff's names yeah. down so uh, you know this is stephanie yeah and well, i'm greg yeah i got that. tobin do you know the tobin name well I, i've known tobin For since i was 15 time. so yeah wow. <laughs> i got i got that we had to get tobin a microphone if 
You've known him since 15. He tell can probably us. tell oh, some please stories. Don't. Please don't <laughs> yeah. tell stories. Yeah. Kenna, how has changed for you? I mean, you've done this job solo. I mean, you not solo. You've had right. a ton of volunteers. Right. But this is really, you know, the position you had somebody in it for a couple of different times. But right. how does it change for you when you have a right-hand man? Well, I... I at the last elders meeting, <laughs> right, right hand, right hand woman. At the last elders meeting, I said, "Right now, we're so new into this that nothing I, I don't think is a brand new idea." What's so refreshing to me, though, is to be able to pull these ideas that I've had for twenty four mm-hmm. years, or maybe just two years, mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. it's a brand new idea, and to have someone here that I can bounce that idea off of, and we can walk through it and talk through it and develop it. So it has been great. I'll tell you the biggest adjustment, though, is I've had an office all to myself for 21 <laughs> of the 24 yeah. years right. to share a small office with somebody. Yeah. It, it's different. Sure. And yeah. I'm sure there's times that she's ready to wring my neck. And I've not, oh, no, I've not no. wanted to wring hers yet. No. <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's very different. But it's just, it is so refreshing. Um, I feel younger already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, and I would think having someone younger that maybe can catch on a lot quicker to maybe technology. Right. I mean, you and I are about the same age. Technology stuff doesn't come easy. It does not. And to have someone younger that's around right. to kind of pick up on that thing. So, yeah. It's awesome. Well, we're glad that you're here with us. Well, I'm I, to you're here. also involved in some other areas here at church. Um, you're involved in the... What is it? College and young adults. On CYA. CYA. Yeah. But yes. I was trying to say what it stands for. Yeah. So you kind of help co-lead that um, sometimes. Some sometimes. Yeah. When it, whenever, whenever I need to help out. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I'm always down to help if there's any need or. And I think you're on the worship schedule in June. So uh, are you well, really cool? She, did you know she plays the guitar? Well, I've heard her playing the guitar. I haven't heard her yet. Oh yeah. I uh, yeah I do I you, do you lead, practice I do when no one's around. Right? When no one's around. But I'm around most of the time. Because well, I've heard you. Okay, well, if Ken is still here, I'm in the, I'm kids in kids' world. I'm not okay. around anyone. But then it's I'm, a small office, remember? Well, <laughs> one late afternoon right. I, I came back to do a little bit of work and I thought, What when did Stephanie start playing the guitar? And I was like, Oh, that's not coming from no. Stephanie's office and you yeah. were jamming away. So you do lead some worship. Yes. Talk I, about that. Uh well, I started leading worship at uh, my previous church, Pleasant Grove Bible Chapel, uh-huh. and I really enjoyed that. And then I also started at Impact. It used to be The Edge, but it's the Rock Church's youth group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I usually lead worship or help lead worship almost every week. Hmm. And yeah. so, you know, I still I still enjoy playing and leading, but I just, I just don't do it as seriously as anymore. But That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, I, what I like about you is I'm down to always help. I like that yeah. attitude. I'm down to always help. But sometimes that's to a fault, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. we... I hope that that's something that we can work on together. Right. We need right. to reevaluate our schedules Amen. and priorities Amen. and, and mm-hmm. just make sure that we're staying focused. Yeah. 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 Hey, Kenna, I wanted to ask you a question. Um, somebody kind of pulled me aside not long ago and said, you really seem to have a lot of scripture memorized. Why do you know so so much scripture? And it goes back to the children's ministry. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. It goes back to first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, and just that rhythm. And um, you know, we played draw swords. I don't know if you remember that or not. I you do. Have a Bible sword drills, we call them. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I guess I want you to speak to because I'm guessing there's people that are listening and they have children, they have grandchildren, and they're not really plugged into a strategic, intentional children's ministry. What would you say to parents and grandparents? First and foremost, they need to be in church. Get your kids in church. Mm -hmm. And when you get them to church, you're the parent. You're the grandparent. You say, 
I'm taking you to class. It's right. not, do you want to go to class? Right. And it's not because you're mean. It's not right. a punishment. This is what's best for them to get them in an age-appropriate learning yeah. learning um, environment. But it is so important to put that scripture in our hearts. Yeah. Because if scripture is taking up room in our hearts, we don't have room for other junk. Right, right. right. So, but, you, you know, to make it fun, when we learn scripture memorization, Elizabeth is going to focus a lot on early childhood. So she's going to do nursery preschool ministry a lot more than the elementary. So she may teach the same Bible verse I do, say John 3.16. And in, in our room, we're going to learn John 3.16 and into 17, because I think we right. overlook 17, and it's super right. important, right. where she may just have her preschoolers right. learn God loves the world. Right, right. But no matter what age, well, What we a great message them. for a two-year-old, mm-hmm. yes. for a three-year-old to yes. start yes. embracing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I am so thankful for the impact of Kids World here at Second Church. Mm-hmm. Talk just a minute, either of you. What opportunities are out there? Someone's listening. They don't go to any church. Mm-hmm. They want to get their, their young'uns plugged in. Mm-hmm. What are the opportunities? All right, I'll speak to that. Okay. <laughs> Sunday mornings, there's classes during all three of our service hours, so an 8, 9, 20, 10, 45, and it's always age-appropriate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, if you're a third grader, you're going to be with third graders or kids right around that age. Right. Um, on Tuesday mornings, we'll start again in the in the fall when school starts with our Tiny Tots on Tuesdays program. Right. It's going to be a monthly program again this next school year. Um we are going to do a lot of new fun events this summer. So excited. Uh, Fam Jam July. This will be our third year to focus on Fam Jam July. Yeah. So it's get your families together for four different opportunities. Um, we're going to do a skating and putt-putt party as one. A swimming party as one. Uh, one is an Oreo night. Hmm. What is that? Oh. You'll have to come find out. Okay. And the other one is a family in. game night. So kind of like minute to win it type games, but with your whole family will yeah. participate. So doing some things with families. We have a brand new program in June that I don't want to talk too much about because our kids don't know. But it is about reading the Bible with your children and how okay. to get them into the word every single day. Yeah. So we've got a lot of really fun things you happening. You guys are always here on Tuesday nights with Celebrate Recovery yes. because there's children's programming for yes. that as well. Celebration Place? Yes. Is that what we call yes. it? Yes. Yeah. And here at Second, I think that we are also so blessed that... It's a church that knows the importance for children's ministry, that right. what we do is not child care. Right. And our staff is so good about not calling it that. Right. <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time. If we call it that, we get in trouble. Yes, yeah. you do. By me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it is programming with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Exactly. That's good stuff. Well, Elizabeth, welcome mm-hmm. to Second Church. Thank you. We're glad to have you on staff. Kenna. Thank you for being Thank with you. us for 24 years. 24. Yeah, you do such a great job. Thank you. you I mean, you raised my kids through I there. I did. So. Yeah. And my own. Yeah, and your own. Here's the last question. How can we pray for the two of you? How can we pray for Kids World at Second Church? What do you think? Go ahead, Elizabeth. <laughs> um, I think... Pray for Elizabeth. This is okay. new. This okay. is an adjustment, isn't it? Right. It yeah. is. This is, yeah. and, and it's huge. Yeah. Um, she's come from a smaller church, and this is this is really yeah. really big for her. How many, how many children would you say? I mean, what's the gen- would you say that that we from? have? Yeah. I can't tell you right off because I've not looked at it lately, but I can tell you volunteer spots. Okay. Yeah. We have over two hundred and fifty volunteer spots a month to fill. Wow. 250. Wow. So that's a huge prayer for both of us yeah. um, that w- to fill those volunteer spots. Mm-hmm. I think for Elizabeth to b- just become more at ease with our church and you ask her about names yeah. mm-hmm. to help her to fill those spots because she's going to have to really get meeting people mm-hmm. yeah. uh, to fill those. But just this transition period, I think it's gone great so far, but just prayers to make that even smoother. Yeah. Well, thank you both for Thank all you, you do. Mm-hmm. Thanks thank for you. joining us on Direct Line. 
We'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg. It's Stephanie. It's Thursday, March 17. And Steph, we are in year three of Direct Line, and we couldn't do it. We couldn't do one week. Are you sure we're in year three? We're in year three. We've got two years under the belt. Really? And we've started the third year. That's, That's right. Awesome. Isn't that cool? That, that is cool. Doesn't that, that sound cool. better to say we're in the year three than we've completed two? It just makes us older. I know. For sure. But Good stuff. I'd rather yeah. be older and here than That's right. gone. I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's say, let's say thanks to our sponsors. Yes. We're thankful for Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tankwash, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. Okay. Hey, um, there was an abortion law that mm-hmm. was passed in Texas okay. last year, yep. and it's been really controversial. There's some people that are really, really angry about it. Mm-hmm. It was the first ever heartbeat bill that was passed that basically said all abortions in the state are illegal uh, mm-hmm. after a heartbeat has been detected. And in most cases, you detect that heartbeat at six weeks. And mm-hmm. um, the Biden administration tried to fight it, and many have tried to fight it. And so far, that law has been held into place. But one of the things that's come out that I'm starting to hear more and more people speak to is that laws like this don't really matter. 
and that people that are passionate about life issues and pro-life movement don't worry about the legal, don't worry about the law. We need to change hearts. And I do think that we need to change hearts. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. But I heard a statistic I couldn't believe. Since that law went into effect, abortions are down 63% in the state of Texas. Wow. And so as someone that's passionate about life, and I know there's people listening that, that may say, I totally disagree with where he's coming from, but man, I say more power to him. How is that affecting? So say, say there's 63% less abortions. That means they're having more children being born that are not necessarily wanted. Uh, so are they, seeing, are they seeing adoptions going I up? I don't have any stats on that yet. It, poverty? You would hope. Yeah, I don't. You would I mean, hope how does that, that people all... are rising up and saying, how can we help? Well, I how think we, we have serve? to be careful. I mean, yes, right. we champion that. Yes, right. we say yay. But yeah. how does that affect? That's a pretty big number. Well, and, you know, and again, full disclosure, I'm on the board at the Women's Care <laughs> right. Clinic. Uh, right. That's why I'm thankful for ministries like the WCC that says we're not just passionate about the woman that's pregnant. We want to help them after they're born. We want to provide. We want to give classes. Mm -hmm. So you my know, yeah. my question is, I wonder if the state of Texas, do you know how many clinics they have that are like the Women's Care Clinic I here? Not. I wonder how many there are and if there are, if there are more cropping up because... There I are more know. people choosing life. They would not be from the state of Texas because every pregnancy center that I'm aware of, like the Women's Care Clinic, is privately funded, usually from churches right, but I mean and within organizations. The, but I'm right. saying within the state. I don't state. know. I don't know the answer. Hmm. And I know there are women that have traveled out of state to still sure. get their abortions, sure. I'm sure. sure. I know Illinois and California and New York, mm -hmm. they're advertising that they want to become abortion havens, come to our state right. so you can have your abortions. I guess the point that I'm trying to drive home here is— it was kind of a pushing back on that narrative that ultimately laws don't matter. Correct. I see what you're Actually, saying. Actually, they yeah, do. They do. Yeah. Actually, they really do. Yeah. So, and again, just a reminder, mm. we're moving toward a Supreme Court decision sometime later this spring or summer. They're going to rule on that Dobbs versus Jackson women's health case. And a lot of people think that Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned. Again, that doesn't mean abortion's right. illegal. Because it just goes, it goes, to the goes state. back to the states. Right. But what it probably does mean is that in your state of Indiana, there will become severe abortion restrictions. Several states have laws in waiting. They've been passed. They haven't mm -hmm. went into law, and they're waiting to see mm -hmm. what's going to happen should Roe versus Wade be mm -hmm. overturned. But you do raise a great point because one of the charges against the pro-life movement is that we only care mm -hmm. about the baby mm -hmm. that's inside the mother's mm -hmm. belly, mm -hmm. not the baby after mm -hmm. it's born. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, shame on us. I don't Absolutely. think that's true. But, um, yeah, I would hope we'll see adoption numbers well, I would be curious. I would be, yeah. I'm just curious to see how that affects the state, like their poverty level or, yeah. you know, um, single mothers yeah. who are trying to raise kids and what help are they getting? So curious. I'm doing continuing education right. through the Colson Fellows right. Program, and we had our class in Chicago on Saturday, mm -hmm. and one of the people in my cohort shared that their adult child and spouse have been trying to adopt. They are six years into oh, the process. Really? Six years. And are they trying to adopt internationally or it's nationally? It's not internationally. Okay. They're trying to adopt here, wow. here in America, but six years they have waited to go through that process. Now, I contrast that with my situation where um, my mom and dad decided to adopt around Christmas time in 1968, and mm -hmm. they had me in July of 1969. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, my birth mother mm -hmm. had me, but they were able mm -hmm. to adopt me. So seven months later, what are it they was saying? able to happen. Why is it taking so long? Well, I think you have fewer and fewer people choosing adoption. 
you know, is, and yeah. going the abortion route. I also think that one of the positives in this whole movement is there are fewer people getting pregnant mm-hmm. um, accidentally, I guess is the mm-hmm. word that you would mm-hmm. use. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's never been easier to not get pregnant right. with right. all the resources that are out there. Right. And so, you know, that's the hope that I would have is that we, we would see fewer and fewer mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. that find themselves pregnant that don't want to be pregnant. But um, I also I wonder if the system does the system make it harder for people to jump through hoops to get a, a child here. I don't know. And, I, I can't answer. That. I just couldn't huh. believe it. Six years. A long time. And Six I wonder how much years. money. They spend. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, hey, wow. three quick things on this. Mm-hmm. The Women's Care Clinic Banquet for Life okay. is six weeks from tonight. Yeah. Thursday, April 28th. I think I've got that date right. Yeah, just a week and a half Mm -hmm. after Easter. And, um, you know, our co-interim directors, Mariah Hansen and Emily Lawler, are doing Mm -hmm. a great job. I know you're helping Mm -hmm. put that together that night. It's going to be a great night. And, again, you don't have to have any connection whatsoever to come out. The banquet's going to be at Second Church. Mm -hmm. They're going to be doing, like, they call it heavy hors d'oeuvres, whatever that is, at 6 Mm -hmm. and a fellowship Mm -hmm. time. And then the actual event begins at 7 o'clock. Which is a great opportunity to learn about because um, yeah. they've been here for 30 years yeah. or celebrating 30 yeah. years get to hear from a lot of volunteers yeah. and, and clients well, and you know yeah. our friend bean one of our sponsors yeah. he was i think practicing at church for an upcoming worship service during the banquet last year i don't know if you remember oh, yeah. this or oh, not yeah, yeah. and he snuck up to the <laughs> um to the balcony i yeah. think to say something to daryl yeah. and he was just listening to all that this ministry is doing and he came up to me that night and he yeah. said man i had no idea mm-hmm. i want my commercial time right. to go to this organization right. uh it, it is, blows you away it is an impressive all that's happening organization yeah so keep so, that in mind yeah. okay. number two you just hit this on the head it's never been a better or more important time to serve pro Life Ministries than right now. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you would like to know more about that, reach out to me, Greg at secondchurch.com. I would love to tell you about tangible opportunities to serve today, mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. this month, mm-hmm. here in Danville and Vermilion County. And then number three, are you aware of Deeper Still? I've heard you talk about it. Yeah. But I not knew much. nothing about it. But I had a friend reach out to me a couple months ago from my ministry at Clinton. And uh, her story is that uh, she made the decision a long time ago to have mm-hmm. an abortion, never really talked about mm-hmm. it. Felt mm-hmm. convicted by God to come forward and to speak to it, mm-hmm. and felt like God was saying, "You need to minister to people that have had abortions." Mm-hmm. And you know, we've had that on direct line. Yeah. We had our friend Sandra come in and talk about that, yeah. but she turned me on to this deeper still, and they offer weekend retreats mm-hmm. for women and men that are stinging mm-hmm. from a choice to have abortion. And um, if you would like to know more about that, reach out to me. You, I'd love to get you connected. you bringing her here sometime? Uh, we're hoping in June to have her and another person nice. uh, come and talk because they both work with Deeper Still. Okay. And they really feel like, I've said this before, one of the tactics that Satan uses mm-hmm. is secrets right. and silence. Right. And what both women have said, we're talking because we're not going to be silent anymore right. and we're not going to keep secrets anymore. Gives me it, it really does. It really does. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, you know, somebody asked me one time, well, wh- what would you think, you know, if you found out someone in your church had had an abortion? And I said, oh, I, I guarantee you, 63 million abortions. Is it one out of every four? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember. That yeah. might be right. But And so don't yeah. go it alone. Right. Don't right. keep it to yourself. Right. Reach out and have opportunities. Right. Hey, we've continued this fun little word of the week. Last week was Bastion. Yeah. We want 
Catlin Church of Christ and Crossroads and Second and, um, you know, the Assembly of God and the Nazarene Church to be bastions of the faith. And, you know, I've been a little overwhelmed this week. I've had a little more on my plate than I've needed. And so I asked you to find a word of the week. You always come up with such good words that have. Well, are they good words? I don't know. Well, bastion is a great word. I mean, this word, though, I, I it affects me. It's called echnestis. A C N E S T I S, Acnestis. I guess that's when you first sent that to me. I thought it was like a spinoff from Acne. I really did when I read it. Something like Acne. Acne. I didn't know. Well, it's not. Okay. It is the it's the part of your back between your shoulder blades where you cannot reach to scratch. Oh. And I mean, now that I live alone and my kids are out, I have no one to. I am constantly rubbing up against the corners in my house trying to scratch my back. So it's my Acnestis. Okay. Where'd you find that? just found it man that's impressive i was actually looking i looked it up on google what do you call a person who pouts after their sports team has, and there is no word for it greg taylor no there is no word i just wanted to see if there was a word you know yeah. that there's someone that gets really yeah. depressed after their sports team yeah. loses you know, i couldn't find that yeah so. you know i have been very depressed in the past i actually really was not that depressed on friday and here's why because it made my saturday and my sunday so much less stressful. <laughs> I didn't have that you divided. Get, you get way too wrapped up allegiance. In, yeah. yeah. How I did mean, your friend Jeff Mayfield handle the loss? Uh, he wasn't very happy. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's he wasn't an very fan happy. Too, right? And yeah. he, he is such a fan. He's going to Pittsburgh. What's happening? To cheer in on the Fighting Illini. Oh, in is, the that, NCAA is that where they play? Yeah. I don't even know. They, they were assigned Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. Have you been to Pittsburgh? I have. I, that is an underrated city. Beautiful. I took my son there yeah. to watch the Cubs play okay. when he was in high school, yeah. thinking we're going to go to Cubs yeah. games and there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Man, I loved Pittsburgh. Is that where all the rivers meet? Mah- yes. Ma- like Magala Magala or Hot Mahogany? We went kayaking <laughs> on the, is it? Um, the Magat. Yeah, what is the, it? Maga- Allegheny. The Allegheny and the Mah- something, they all meet there. Well, we were on the Allegheny <laughs> okay. kayaking. Yeah. And what a great experience. Yeah, good. Underrated city. Well, you sh- we should go back. There you, you go. go back and visit. Hey, good news segment. And I know it's been all about birthdays in my life. <laughs> well, so you're full of them in I've March, I've got to do it. I'm yeah. almost done. Okay. But um, March 16 of this week was the birthday of my firstborn, Jordan Christian Taylor Vangen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a church planner wife living in Boston. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that their new church is doing is they are opening a community coffee shop and shared office space called Common Good Co. And it opens next Wednesday. So I hear she's been really busy. I called her this week and she said, you know, if we open when we were supposed to, which was today, okay. I wouldn't be answering your call. That's right. But she said, yeah, a lot of good is going to come That's out awesome. of it. So what I love my girl. girl. She's 26. Yep. Don't get to see her very much, yeah. but pray for her all the time. So happy, happy birthday, birthday, Jordan. I get to take the, ba- the birthday spot next week. Next so week. I'm taking it. You're on it. Okay. okay. Well, right. hey, Steph, thanks for another great week. Absolutely. On behalf of Stephanie Spangler and Kenna Osborne and Elizabeth List, this is Greg Taylor saying thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week.